most of you know um, that James and I are missionaries and have been for several years. But we, I remember starting to study this message when we were in college. We read the release of the Spirit. We had people explain to us about putting Christ on the throne of your heart. And this has been something that um, I know that I've known the facts of it for many, many years. But I knew that I, there was something about it that I was not really experiencing that um, in my life, that Christ was really uh, the Lord and in complete control of my life. And I was reading over that letter from Hudson Taylor um, in our workbook, and I thought, that's just exactly how I was feeling, that frustration of, what am I missing? What is it that I can't seem to quite step over that line? I can get almost to it, but for some reason, there's something, a barrier there. I've been walking in the wilderness for, I'm, I'm 58, and I was, walk, I was saved when I was 10. I read Handbook to Happiness last fall in September, and I have written in the front of my copy this book. Amen. From September the 1st, 2009, this book changed my life, and I finally got it. Amen. I saw that what I was missing in identifying with Christ, and I found that with Christ, was that step of faith. I, I understood it in my mind, but I didn't realize that you, you did it the same way you got saved. How did you get saved? You knew Christ died for you. You knew He died to save you from your sins. You accepted it by faith. And until you got to that point that you accepted it by faith, it didn't really happen. Well, it's the same thing with identifying with Christ. You can study the charts and understand it in your mind, but until by faith you accept that you were crucified on that cross with him, yourself has been crucified, then it, then it doesn't become real. The very moment that it became real, and, that, and he said it doesn't happen for everybody this way. For some people, I think it's a gradual coming into understanding. But at that moment, I had perfect peace. I'm talking about not not a sense of of anything, any worry or any care. Total peace like I have never felt before in my life. I understood the verse, peace that passes understanding for the first time in my life. Yeah. And another verse that had always bothered me was loving the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. I loved him because he forgave me my sins, but I thought there's something about that verse that I can't really do. And it worried me because I thought really from the very depth of my heart, really with all my mind, do I really love him? But in that moment, I realized I'm not capable in myself of that kind of love. It is when the Holy Spirit took control of my soul that I was able to love God back 
with the love that he pours me. It is a spiritual love that we love God with that is supernatural. We're not capable of doing that. So I still got a long way to go. I've got a lot to know. But I'm amazed that it took me so long to step across that line and find that truth by faith. But at least I'm glad I did it. I didn't, you know, die and then get to heaven and find out where all I did. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Susan, as most of you know, and I'm a child of God, and I have been a member of this church for 20 years. Although I was saved when I was 13 years old, I did not come to surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ myself until I was in my 30s. And now I am 51, and I have come to learn who I am in Christ. Amen. Early in my Christian life, uh, the Lord brought me to Rock Springs Baptist Church because he had a plan for me to develop me. And I am a work in progress. But I kept thinking I could not live the Christian life. And I couldn't. And I knew it. I couldn't be like the other Christians because I wasn't. So I would rededicate myself to listen but I wasn't surrendering to let him live through me. I was trying to live for him. And therefore, if I had a rededicator button, it would be worn completely out. And so I realized that I had to let him live through me, that I cannot live for him. He has to live through me. Amen. And so I'm a work in progress, and uh, now I'm learning who I am in Christ, and my work to Him. And um, I thank you all, and I love you all. Amen. Since the time first asked me to probably suspend it, and I didn't think I could come up here without crying, because um, that was just such an emotional experience for me watching that. But I became a Christian when I was just a child, and most of you know, know my testimony from here. And, um, I grew up in a, the home of an alcoholic. I gave my life to the Lord early on. Never wanted to have anything to do with what I grew up in. And um, was determined to go the other way totally. And I surrendered my life for full-time service just as a teenager. And went through life in ministry for years. And after I stopped teaching school, I had a desire to get um, training and counseling to be more able to help our ladies. And it was a long ways up to Grace Ministries where I went for 18 months. And one night I was on my way up there early on, and the Holy Spirit just impressed on me that I was in for a big surprise, that he had me going there for myself, first of all, that he was interested in me more than other people. And the work God did in my life was amazing there. Um, I never had any idea that I had all the baggage that I, I had. Because I've always been taught, once you're saved, it's all under the blood. Just put it behind you and look forward. And I was also taught um, just to do ministry. You know, you get saved and go work for the Lord. And <coughs> they forget about leaving time in there for you get to get to know the Lord, how much He loves you, and come to the point that you want to serve the Lord because of all that He's done to you. 
But I'm so grateful for what God brought me through there and what he taught me. And when I came to the point of freedom toward the end of my training there, I just began thinking of other people that I wanted to see come to freedom in Christ. And I began to pray for a way for us to bring this truth and have a conference here at our church. You know, there's so many ministries like this on the north side of town, but we have nothing down here on the south side of town. And I made a prayer list of, of people that I wanted to see come to freedom in Christ. And you know what? Twelve of those people on that list are in this room today. Um, when I was looking over the list of those lists, it just hit me. Wow! And I was just so thrilled. And several times, as my husband said, we tried to have a conference before, and it just didn't work out. And I honestly believe, because of what God's doing in the lives of so many people in our church right now, we celebrate recovery, that this is God's perfect timing. And I'm just thrilled about what God's doing, what I've seen doing in your life, as he continues to do in my life as well, and what he's going to do as we can have a place to help the hurting people of our community. Amen.